guys, welcome back to another episode of Seriously, a podcast. Today we're going to be talking about erectile dysfunction, also known as ED. Um, I'm Simran. I'm Rain. I'm Liz. And today we're joined with um, the founder and co-founder of Noah. So, um, Sean and Ethel, maybe you guys can give a little bit of introduction about yourselves and Noah. Hi. Yeah, um, definitely. Noah um, is Singapore's first digital health link for men. So we specialize in highly sensitive conditions like erectile dysfunction, premature ejaculation, hair loss, and soon-to-be mental health as well. Hi, everyone. <laughs> okay, so like, um, what made y'all decide to found um, Noah? Well, I, I think it all stems from a personal experience, right? Um, okay, I'm just going to be upfront, right? <laughs> so I had a brush with Edie, right? Okay, so 25-year-old, like, what, what, what do you mean, right? So I think just one day just didn't get as hard as I thought I would, right? Um, and then obviously that kind of created a lot of stress and, you know, anxiety. So, you know, went around, um, did what any millennial would do, go down the Google rabbit hole, right? And at some point, I became so convinced that I had ED that I was seeking for like treatment options, right? The clinics, lah, what kind of medicine to take, lah, and everything, right? Um, and, you know, it wasn't until I mustered up the courage to ask a friend, a doctor friend, that's like, hey, this thing happened, you know, like, is it normal for guys? And he's like, dude, it's normal. You don't have ED. Like, calm down, right? ED is, like, recurring, right? And for guys, you're saying, you're just letting me know, you know, from time to time, sometimes it's just, like, stress, tiredness, you know what I mean? Um, changing the positions 30 times, right? That, you know, you just, just don't get as hard, right? So, from the experience, it kind of, you know, it, it, it was quite an experience, right? I mean, as 25-year-old, thinking, like, somehow you really got ED, um, and, you know, it made two things really apparent to me. The first is that there's just a general lack of understanding around common men health issues, right? So ED is extremely prevalent, right? Um, you know, half, about 51.3% of Singaporean men experience some form of ED in their 30s, right? Um, and secondly, um, there needs to be a more discreet, affordable, and convenient way to get a th- uh, treatment. Because if I really had ED back then, like with my kind of knowledge and mindset back then, no way I've gone to see a doctor, right? Just think about it. ED are often called like by the way conditions for a reason. Right? What do you because mean by by the way? You go there condition? and then you know you What do you mean okay, by Yeah? So so you you go to the clinic. Yeah. So you go to the clinic, right? You you say like, hey doc, you know, I got fever, cough, flu, you know, and then you reach the door, you turn around and go, by the way, I got ED. <laughs> you know, and that's the and that's ED is actually what you you're there to see, right? Uh, but it's just so embarrassing. Right? So you kinda it's it's almost like those old um I guess pet, you know, like sanitary pet um, kind of commercials, right? Like the guy going buy for the, the partner and then he buying everything else just to slide the pet in or the condom oh, in. Okay. Right? It's kind of like that. <laughs> um, right? Okay, yeah, so... Yeah. so um, and, and that's kind of the basis. Lah. Yeah. So actually, like, before we move on, like what exactly is erectile dysfunction? Like how do you... Like, yeah, you know, what is that. it? I think... Okay, so erectile dysfunction is... It's just the inability to get and like to keep an erection firm enough for sexual intercourse, yeah? Yeah, so it's like, I mean, it's, you know, when it's just not hard enough and then it can't just penetrate, right? So I guess um, in, that, in, that, in that sense, it's a little bit like an impotency and that's what a lot of guys are afraid of, right? They're afraid that, that this condition is something that will will be there for like the rest of their life, right? And then they won't be able to stand or like be engaged in sexual activity anymore, right? Yeah. It's something that's very prevalent in, uh, in males. La. 
I mean, only milk yeah, can I mean, have you. Is it not as in like, is it's it a prevalent right? issue? Yeah, is it very common in Singapore? Like, yeah, so I, according to the like, medical yeah. journal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. No, go ahead. Go? <laughs> go? You go ahead first. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, according to the Singapore Medical Journal, about 51.3% of men in their 30s wow. onwards experience some of ED. In but their 30s onwards? Kinda, yeah, to, to... Yeah. Actually, yeah. that's quite young. It's high, right? la. Yeah. Um, but then what but, about okay. younger than 30? I don't have the stats for that. But, <laughs> but, um, porn-induced ED or PID is increasing. Oh, porn-induced? So like Wait, what's that? So, you know, you watch... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You watch porn. So, you watch so much porn and then that you get so desensitized, right, to reality oh. that you just cannot stand. Oh, my, oh my gosh. Actually, yeah, we talked about that before. We talked about that before. Oh, like, yeah, we kind of talked about that. too much. Then after that, like, when they, when they have sex, then they cannot, like, dissociate. Yeah. Like from the pawn to reality. Exactly. Then they cannot get hard. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah, but also, yeah, and then the way that you masturbate, like this unique kind of grip with this like strength, right? And this that like, you cannot replicate it in like, you know, then yeah. mm-hmm. you just like cannot get hard. Oh, plus, ED is not just like can't get hard, right? Some people, they cannot maintain the erection. So they get hard, yeah. hard but then they get soft and fast. Oh, okay, okay. Mm. So I, I'm I'm curious, uh, like if you've got ED, is it it's still possible to like maintain a sexual relationship with someone, right? Or is that like completely out of the question? Because you know, I guess it depends, right? I mean, like I mean, sex I think plays a very important role in a relationship, right? So I mean, if 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 let's say I think if let's say like a guy can't stand right and can't engage in sexual activity, I think it can lead to like a lot of different things, right? So like for me, cause like I I talk to, I speak to a lot of um patients, right, on Noah. So I've I've heard at least like two patients that share with me, right, that their wife is actually gonna divorce them because they can't have sex. Wait, you know? what? So it's like is that yeah, major really, an issue? It I think it plays an important role in a relationship, right? Cause it can it can it can lead to like insecurity on both parties, right? Like, maybe the, the girl might think that, like, oh, maybe he doesn't find me attractive anymore, right? And then for a, go- a guy's point of view, they're like, it's not that I don't want to have sex with you, but it's just they don't communicate it to their partners, right? So the partners don't know that the reason why their dicks can't stand, you know? So if, let's say, they don't communicate it well, right, sometimes, like, you know, as, like, you know, both parties might just overthink things and then it just leads to a lot of tension in their relationship, right? Yeah. Okay, okay, that's, that's quite understandable, actually. So, how do you know then? Like, how do you identify? How do you diagnose someone with, like, ED? Yeah. Okay, I, wait, I just want to put a caveat that we're not doctors. Yeah, but yeah, this yeah, is based yeah. on our experience <laughs> working for mm-hmm. doctors and talking, like, thousands of, like, Singaporean men with ED, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I think generally the concept, the idea is that ED is recurring. Oh, right? okay, so it's not like, a one-time thing. It, you have to consistently... I mean... Like, yeah, one time doesn't mean you have ED, you know what I mean? If, like, yeah. one time, it, like I said earlier, right, it could be due to stress, like, you yeah. know, experience stress, tiredness. You change the patient 30 times, you just cannot stand anymore, you just, like, <laughs> lost interest, right? That's not ED, <laughs> right? Um, but ED is, like, you consistently find it hard to maintain an erection or get an erection. Okay. And also, yeah. to note, and ED, like, ED, right, it's not binary, right? It's not, like, hard or soft, you know? Mm. There's, like, varying degrees of hardness, if you get what I'm saying. Right. Okay. So 20% hardness could be ED, 80%, 70%, you know what I mean? Oh, okay. So there's no like specific, like you have to be this percent hard for you to have ED. Like. It varies from man to man. Yeah. And like sometimes like, you know, if you consistently feel like, you're, like 50%, you cannot penetrate, right? Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. 
and consistently you always only get up to 50%. Yeah, you got some form of ED. You got like milder form of ED. Okay. So like, do you all know like what causes it? Besides like old age maybe? Yeah, I mean, I think there, there are, are like many factors. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot, right? <laughs> Diabetes, yeah, cholesterol, really lot, yeah. high blood pressure, being overweight. I mean, okay, if you look at it, yeah. right? There's like physiological causes, right? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I'll say there's medical causes. That's the first bucket, right? So you got some uh, conditions like diabetes, oftentimes ED. Then you got physiological, right? Um, you know, maybe you're overweight, or as you grow older, you know, naturally your body just don't perform as well. Then there's you got psychological causes as well, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So psychological causes could be um some sort of trauma, you know, um some form of, you know, like relationship tension that cause you lose interest in your partner, you know, Mm. porn induced. So, um, which is why often, which is why we kind of, we started offering therapy, right? Because we realized that, you know, when you look at ED per se, you cannot just, you know, you look at health holistically and not just, you know, a uh, a symptom um, like that. Yeah. So, like losing interest in your partner could also like equate to ED, or would that like, because I, f- yeah, would that just equate to ED? Mm, maybe not, no, I, I guess would say. Just, yeah. It's just I psychological, it right? It could be one of the yeah. reasons. Yeah. It could be, yeah. And and also there's something called a sex paradox. What? So the sex paradox is, you, I give an example, which is you think you have ED when you don't have ED, but the more you think you have ED, then you have ED and end up you Is it like ED. a placebo <laughs> effect kind oh. of? <laughs> <laughs> No, it's just like you, you cycle yourself into thinking you're ED, then you really get ED. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. But, so like, yeah, but ED is kind of like, like, um, like as you all mentioned just now, it comes with a lot of things. So it's almost like a side effect of something else. Is that right to say? Yeah. Okay, so I think to, to understand that, right, first you have to understand like, okay, like, how does a man get an erection? Mm. Right? So, um, I said it before in another podcast, like, but <laughs> erection is like a work of Wonder, right? In some way. Okay, I'll share why. Because for men to have a strong, healthy erection, you essentially need, like, your brains to fire off the right impulses at the right time, right? So you you need the your arteries to pump blood, right, with perfect efficiency, right? You need, <laughs> like, your mind and body essentially to work all at once simultaneously on demand, right? Mm-hmm. So oftentimes <laughs> when you don't get a strong erection. There's a lot going through your body. Okay, you just think that, oh, guy horny, like, you know, stand or, yeah, you know, it's, there's actually a lot going in a guy's body okay. at the same time to get a strong erection, right? So when you don't have an erection, it's often an early warning sign or something else, right? So ED is often an early warning sign of heart disease, oh. right? Because basically your arteries are not pumping enough blood, right? Yeah. Or, you know, so basically... In short, right, it's like your a guy's erection is like their like engine check, you know, like a fuel check, right? When it's down, something's wrong, you know. When it's up, all systems go. <laughs> is that, is that why like a lot of people say that like it's actually healthy for guys to like jerk off or like have uh like, like blue lo- blue balls is not healthy. Yeah, like. I don't know. Is that related? Like why like they should like constantly try to like jack jack off? I don't know. I read somewhere that says it's healthy. Think so. I, Maybe some guy will give you that excuse. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, <bless>. No, but <laughs> <laughs> okay. So like um, just like I briefly mentioned, they all also offer therapy. Is it like for those patients who have ED? Mm, we just started. Yeah. Okay. So like, how does that work? Like, what do you all like help them with? So, I mean, okay. So ther- therapy is like there are different techniques, right? So the most common is like CBT, right? Cognitive behavioral therapy. Mm. 
right? So sometimes with um, ED and, you know, premature ejaculation, sometimes the the causes, like I said before, is psychological, mm. right? It's not so much physiological or mm. medical. So in those cases, um, what you need is then therapy, right? To kind of work through your problems and kind of like, you know, um, guide you to more positive actions, right? Rather than sex halting thoughts. So example. you're almost like working through... Right, so for example, sometimes if... For example, like you're working through like a trauma in order to get rid of your ED. So the... Yeah, the root cause, like, you're targeting the root cause. Yeah. Mm, okay, so like, do you all do exactly. like singles therapy or like, do you all also offer like couples therapy? Oh, currently, we only offer like individual therapy. Okay. So, single. Okay. Mm. Maybe like, walk us through like, what, like the therapy, like what like a session would kind of go through. Or is it like, really highly dependent on the patient? Yeah, yeah. So, at, that's, that's about therapy, right? Which is no no two sessions are the same, right? Mm. It's between the clinical psychologist that we have on board and the individual patient and their history, right? Because everyone has different needs. Mm. So every therapy, actually our clinical psychologist, before the session, they have to prepare, mm. right? They have to prep, right? Um, we Every patient that comes to NOAA, we do a, we're going to do a specific evaluation form, right? For the condition they're seeking, seeking treatment for. So ED as an ED form, you know, therapy as a therapy evaluation. Mm. So our our, t- our clean sites have to, you know, study it, understand it, do their homework, prep for the session, mm. and then it begin the session, right? So it's not just about diagnosing the person or say like, oh yeah, you know, but it's just about treatment, right? So if you go to a doctor, the treatment is, you go to a GP, a treatment is oftentimes medicine, right? When you go to therapist, the therapy is the treatment as well. Mm. Okay, mm. wait, so like going back a bit to about right, Noah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You guys are like mm. a telemedical platform, right? So like everything is done online. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. even the consults with mm-hmm. the doctors and everything. So like can someone like um like put in like send in the form at any time of the day uh if they have like any issues? Yep. Okay. So whenever, whenever, right? Yeah. So as long as they create an account with us mm-hmm. and then they 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 they'll they'll be able to select like whichever condition they want to treat, right? Mm. So once they select that, they have to go through uh, a few questions, right? Yeah. Um, just these these questions are basically questions that the doctor will ask you if you go to a clinic, right? So what what this form does is to really take away that awkwardness, right, or that that feeling of embarrassment, right, when the doctors ask you these kind of personal questions, right? A lot of guys feel very uncomfortable ans- answering them in front of the doctors, right? So. All they have to do is just fill up the form and then once the form is completed, the doctor just have to like, you know, scan through the form before the consultation with them, which is done via video call. Okay. Yeah. So like, um, you guys offer like medications also, right, for ED. So like, what are some of like the treatment and medication that's available with Noah besides the therapy? Um, we, we treat for premature ejaculation. Mm. Right? We do hair loss. Mm. Um, so currently we we kind of focus on ED, PE, hair loss, and therapy. Yeah. Um, is there like any other treatments besides therapy for ED? Medicine. So ED got medication. So you know, um, I'm sure you have right Viagra. Oh, um, so Viagra oh. is one of the treatment medications yes. Oral, that you yeah. guys prescribe. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not the yeah, yeah, yeah. The blue pill, right? So um, so there's oral. So so I guess you kind of look at. The whole spectrum of ED treatments, right? The first line of defense is often therapy, right? For psychological causes. Then you could do oral, oral prescription medication, right? Um, then you could also do some devices, 
like medical devices like cock ring, penis palm, you know. Cock um, ring? Things like that. Yeah, because some, some cases of ED, like, you know, it's because the the vessels in your penis cannot hold the blood. So it's, it kind of flows out. So you need like a cock ring to oh. kind of help assist to hold the blood Okay, there. okay, that, that makes sense. But like, yeah. uh, um, besides the therapy, right? Because, you know, sometimes if you get, um, you mm. get over uh, whatever psychological issues that you have, uh, then your ED as a side effect is kind of gone. But for example, for Viagra, or like um, whatever other medical devices, they're not something that cures ED permanently. It's just, is it, am I right to say that it's just uh, when you need it, you take Temporary. it? Temporary. It's a treatment. Yeah. So it treats. Yep. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, so it treats, right? So if you really want to cure, which most most men will want to get there, so you have to go through surgical procedure. Surgical? Right? So like go under the knife. Yeah, Wait, yeah, yeah. What kind of surgical? Like you can like- do like minimally evasive surgery. What would they do? I can't though? tell you exactly what's the procedure because oh. I'm not a urologist. <laughs> <laughs> but I can tell you that there are surgical procedures where they cut out, not cut out your penis, but they cut in two and then they they, they just do some things in there. Yeah. <laughs> is it like, hard. is it like related? Because like on your website, right, you say like the, the for the ED, right, like there's the specific enzyme that you guys want to block, mm. which is like the PDE5. So like, what is that mm. enzyme specifically? Mm. Okay, so PDE5 um, essentially is an enzyme that, um, if I'm not wrong, causes blood to flow out oh. of your vessels in your penis. So when you're when so all um, ED medication, right? Are all they're called PDE5 inhibitors. So basically, oh. you inhibit um, the enzyme such that there's lesser blood flowing out and more blood flowing in. Task enabling oh. you to get so that's how Viagra works. Also, is it like similar? Mm. Yes. So Viagra is a PDE five inhibitor. Okay. Then like um, like cause on your website you guys like offer different types of pill, right? Like there's the weekend one, there's the daily one. So like, what's mm. the difference? Like, do you, mm. do the doctors like prescribe the, a specific medicine depending on how severe it is, or like is the patient allowed to choose like the type that they want depending on how often they want to take the pill? The patients usually decide. La. Okay. Yeah. So they all are pretty yeah, much so, effective. La. Uh it depends actually. So okay. I mean for some for some some of them like certain certain medication don't work, right? Some of them they experience um really bad side effects as well, right? Because all medication has side effects. Um and then of course cost comes into play as well, right? Because um like the generics are usually much more affordable compared to like the the more modern medication, I would say. Yeah. Uh, so what are some of like the side effects that patients have experienced? Um, like really bad headaches or like nausea, things like that. So these are flushing. So yeah. these are like common side effects that, um, yes. Oh, okay, okay. But sometimes I think it gets yeah, really so bad. Like if yeah, go ahead, Sean. Yeah. So all all okay. All every prescription medicine has their side effects, right? Mm-hmm. So. It really depends on the person, right? Um, whether they experience it or not. So some people sometimes they take they have just some facial flushing, right? Some people they take they have headache, like just a bit mild headache that goes away. Some people have you know, like worse headache, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it all it all depends, and then that, that could kind of be, um, adjusted according to the dosages also, right? So some people mm-hmm. like with one full tablet, you know, 
is, is good. Some people are half is good. Some people maybe Viagra give them really bad side effects. Well, mm. another medicine don't. That's the so, reason why there's hmm. we offer a range, right? I, and are also, they allowed um, to like? We allow the patients to then do, yeah, free free consult with our doctors, follow up oh. consult doc- with our doctors to discuss different other um medicine options. Okay, so like the follow up consults mm. will all be free if they need to switch if they have bad side effects. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then um. Um, why is it like necessary? We kind of asked this also when we were trying to figure out like why for birth control, like the blood pressure being taken is important. So like, why is it like super important for the blood pressure to be taken before you guys prescribe the medication? So sometimes it it really depends on their medical condition, right? And you know, with ED medication, sometimes um our doctors require them to get blood pressure reading, right? So. It depends on their condition, yeah. Okay. Um, so, like... Um, so, their medical history, their medical condition, yeah. Mm, okay, so so that kind of affects, like, what medication that you're prescribed to them after, la, in case it clashes with anything else that they are taking, or... Yes, that's correct. And also, um, it, it helps to see whether they're even qualified, or not really qualified, that's the wrong word, but whether they can, you know, essentially like be treated, for right? Them, so, essentially, when yeah. we are doing... Th- yeah, when they're doing through the form, we're essentially going through a patient inclusion and exclusion criteria, right? So what are the patients that can take the medicine? What are the patients that can't take the medication, right? So that, that form essentially filters people out. Okay. So yeah. like you guys also do like a discrete, 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 discrete delivery service to like, um, like because there's stigma around it, right? So like the, like the discrete service, like do you guys mm. feel like it's because like some people feel like ashamed to order the pills and you don't want people to see what they ordered. Yeah, I think a lot of them, they just don't want their family members to know, right? Sometimes their wife don't even know that they're taking this medication, right? Mm. So yeah, they would rather it come in like a, in a package that just doesn't seem like it's medication inside, right? Like because they don't want anyone to just like rip it open or like, you know, wonder what, what's inside. Or, you know, if they see that medication, like, oh, what medication is this? You know, then they go and read, you know? So, so, so it actually comes in like a, in like a in a mailer, right? So you don't you can't see what's inside. Yeah, we don't even put our logo on the label as well, right? Just so that you know, no one kind of like suspects anything. Yeah. Oh, so it's just like a plain mailer. Yeah, yeah. You guys do like you you guys offer free delivery also, right? For the prescriptions. Yeah, that's right. Okay, nice. Oh shit, that's damn cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so like talking more about that yeah. right like the stigmas right like what some of the stigmas like the main stigmas that you guys have encountered based on like your experiences talking to men who have experienced ED mm, I think I think one of the stigmas would be like I think maybe especially in Singapore like because it's not really ED is not really a topic that people are very comfortable with talking about right so I think one of the stigmas is that like I think men tend to think that like they are probably like the only one that suffers from ED Right, mm. like because yeah, so it's like you know when you suffer from ED, like you don't even know who you, to talk about, right? The only person you 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 probably go to is like Google, right? Mm, yeah. Right, go to Google, research on it, right? But because no one ever talks about it, no one will ever think that anyone around them are actually suffering from it as well, you know? Mm. Yeah. So I think that's one of the stigmas, yeah, for ED. Okay. Um, Sean. <laughs> Anything um, to add on, Sean? Yeah, have, well, I, have you faced for, any stigma, for, actually? Because, you know... Like, you, you kind of had a brush with it, really. so... Was there anything that you were feeling afraid <laughs> oh, of? I mean, okay. 
or even experience from like maybe friends yeah. or people that kind of didn't really know you as well. Right. Okay. So I, I would say, right, um, kind of add on to what Ethel is saying when I think when you, for guys, you, it's like you're judging yourself, right? You know, when you have ED, you have premature ejaculation, hair loss, you know, like oftentimes it's you doing the judging, right? Um, co- compared to like female health, right? Where female health, oftentimes when you talk about like birth control or plan B pills, it's like other people judging you, right? Um, so, um, I think the biggest stigma is basically the whole idea of shame, right? Or, um, and this whole like, um, toxic masculinity POV, right? Where, you know, it's about like, oh, like I'm a man, I'm supposed to be, you know, like so fucking like alpha, right? And then, oh, you got ED and then, you know, your entire manhood's tied to the, your erection. So the moment you get, you know, um, weaker erections, then, you know, you just feel like you're less of a man, right? Or, or, or another way, or for some people, it's like machismo, right? So machismo, machismo is uh, excessive male pride. So, you know, when you, for some people, it's like, no, I'm a guy, you know, like, no, I cannot see a doctor, you know, I die, so don't see a doctor, you seeing a doctor is weak, right? <laughs> it makes me less of a man, right? Mm. So I think these are the like two main stigmas that are like stopping a man from seeking treatment uh, for these conditions. There's, is there like a lot of pride that comes with like um, because I know it's a very sensitive issue so to talk about like a man's like penis because it's something that like is very like sensitive sometimes even if like the size isn't like their desirable size or anything so is it because it's like they're ashamed that like women wouldn't want them anymore? Yeah, I mean you just think about like societal point of view right? I'm, I'm sure you have like male friends and all that mm, like yeah. you grew up like I mean like it's a dick, right? You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. <laughs> like, and how it doesn't work. And it's tied, mm. like, intrinsically linked to your manhood, mm, right? Mm. In, in in a way that is, could not probably be replaced, right? So, mm. it's very understandable that yeah. when someone's erection, someone's penis is not working as well, right, as they yeah. should be, right? it's immediately a hit to your manhood, right? It's like a direct hit. If you think size is, will have really a hit, <laughs> think about what happens if it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> okay okay is that why there's like the placebo thing because they like some people think that like oh I'm not as good as like what my friends think maybe I've got something wrong with me and then they just keep thinking that until they have it could be <laughs> it could be I'm not ruling that out right Um. no but but the whole idea just now is sex paradox right it's the more mm. you think you have something then you have something then you end up getting that something because it's on your mind so okay so like um I think like that's all we have for this episode. Um, if you guys um, want to check out Noah, um, you can follow them on Instagram at of Noah SG, and they have their website in the their link tree their bio. If you ever like have any issues, you can go and check them out. And um, and we hope you guys learn um something from this episode because the three of us definitely learn yes. a lot. Like we don't really know anything about dicks because they're three <laughs> girls. And um, thank you so much, Sean and Ethel, for coming on yeah. and like educating us and the public. Um, it's really very insightful. Welcome. Yeah, and um. Yeah, so that's all for this episode. Check us out on IG at Seriously Official and subscribe to our Patreon. Yeah. And we'll see you next week. Bye. 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 Awesome. Bye.